On this episode, we continue our track on the Shamrock Trail with the stop at the JJ Cummins building, and we'll also do a weekly sports wrap of all the sporting events here in Borough. I'm Dean Franklin, and this is Burrower. Our next stop on the Shamrock Trail is the JJ Cummins Building, which stands at the corner of Marsden and Pudman Streets. John Joseph Cummins was born in Sydney in 1885 to Pat and Margaret Cummins. John came to Barora in 1908, but left for a short time and returned in 1910, when he conducted a workshop in Market Street until he purchased a property where the J.J. Cummins Building stands in 1913 from William M. Dwyer. Dwyer had bought the lot in 1912 and built a house and a shop on the plot. In 1919, he opened a new showroom connected to his business as a carpenter and builder. Cummins holds the honour of being the first local identity to have a photo in the Borough News in December 1916. A furniture factory was built in 1912 with additions to the building carried out and were officially opened on the 30th of July 1927. He added a motor hearse to his undertaking business in 1929 and he was successful with Star Balkett, an investment company in which he reinvested the funds into Borough by building more homes. Cummins applied in 1924 for a rural bank to be established in Borough but was refused on the grounds of insufficient population. It was not until August 1949 that part of the Cummins store was used as a temporary office for a branch of the rural bank. W. Ryan conducted his Pioneer Grocery Store in 1912 in the corner of the building. He then operated it as Money Savers from 1922 to 1936 until Hammond and Hanlon of Young took over and then S. Wiggins in 1937. Tom Curran had his barbershop in the Cummins building in 1928. During the 1914 drought, a severe storm struck in November and two brick buildings at the back of JJ Cummins lost their roofs and the dining room completely collapsed while the Cummins were at dinner. In November 1932, a disastrous hailstorm lasting 10 minutes with hail the size of bantam eggs hit the district with an incessant roar. Hundreds of windows were broken, including the skylight of Cummins buildings. Floods in March 1950 caused the Burrowa River to rise to the highest since 1931, leaving Cummins timber yards underwater. In 1951, fire destroyed the timber yards, hardware store, garage and a welding plant of George Campbell. The Cummins residence was also destroyed along with all its contents. In March 1954, Cummins sold his business to a company that continued under his name. Pitt, Sun and Badgery then purchased the building and the main store is used for farming, goods and offices leased out to different businesses. The borough and news occupied one room and a new hard store, hardware store was opened in 1989. Aside from the building that bears his name, Cummins also built many of the notable buildings within Gurra and the surrounding towns, including the Borough Cafe in 1919, Murphy Brothers Store in 1919, the Parsonage at the Methodist Church in 1918, additions and alterations in 1926 and a new veranda in 1929 to the Guildhall, added a gallery to the Mechanics Institute in 1923, he built the police station at Rye Park in 1924, J.J. Cummins retired to Vaucluse in Sydney and he died in 1965. Touch Grand Finals were held this week. 
with high-paced and high-quality games being played. C-grade runner-ups were Yellow Bellies and the C-grade champs were Mud Crabs. B-grade runner-ups were Spare Tyres. B-grade champions were the Pelicans. And A-grade runners-up were G'd up with the A-grade champs Rugrats. They also held their presentation straight after the A-grade final. The juniors' best and fairest male was Jacob Kennedy. Juniors' best and fairest female was Lila Roffey. Seniors' best and fairest male was Jaden Cutting. Seniors' best and fairest female was Sheree Smith. The highest junior male try scorer was Jacob Kennedy. Highest junior female try scorer was Emma Craig. The highest senior male try scorer was Austin Power. And the highest senior female try scorer was Abby Grant. In local cricket, both senior teams had good wins in the final round of the regular season and it sees them both into the finals. The Big Bottles took on Young Gunners in Young, with the Gunners winning the toss and electing to bat. They were all out for just 61 runs off 22 overs, with the Big Bottles chasing down that target in the 12th over. All the bowlers took wickets, with the pick of the bowlers being Will Stanley with 3 for 11 off 5, Justin Corkery took 2 for 17 from his 5, and Ben Close taking 2 from 5 from just 1 over. In batting, Will Stanley made 50 not out from 40 balls, and Brendan Sheen made 10 off 22. The Big Bottles finished a regular season on top of the table with 10 wins and 5 losses from their 15 games and they will host second place Brewery Rams for a spot in the grand final. The Crocs also had a good win against the Harden Hordens in Harden. The Hornets won the toss and elected the bat. They were all out for 63 runs off 20 overs and the Crocs chased down the total in the 15th over for the loss of 2 wickets. All the bowlers took wickets. Matthew Canalis took 4 for 6 off 5 overs. Joshua Carmody took 3 for 10 off his 5, Jacob Carmody took 2 for 18 off his 5, and Alex Blomfield took 1 for 24 from his 5 overs. In batting, AJ O'Mara made 22 not out, Matthew Kennelis made 18 not out, and Joshua Carmody made 16. And an honourable mention goes to Aaron Ludwig who made 9 with the bat and was dynamic in the field, so I've been told. The Crocs finished the regular season in fourth place with nine wins and four losses from their 15 games and will travel to Demora on Saturday to take on the Demora Bowling Club Tigers in an elimination final. Good luck to all teams this week. This Saturday, the Gun Club is hosting the Brewer Gun Club's Progressive Handicap. The shoot will be the first of nine scheduled handicapped events for the year with each score's best eight scores for the years recorded and the club will pay out first, second and third best handicap shooters at the end of the year. The handicap is open to all ACTA members attending a borough competition. Refreshments will be available and the cost to complete is $65 for open shooters and $55 for ladies, juniors and veterans. I'm looking forward to chatting to Justin Smith again in March after he comes back from a shoot in the States and after the 2024 National Trap Championships in Wagga from the 12th to 17th of March. Footy season is almost on us and both Goldies and Rovers have started training in earnest in preparation for another season. If you want to play either league or union, the Goldies, the union side, have training on Fridays at 6.30 at the Borough Rec Ground and the Rovers League have training Monday and Wednesday nights at 6.30 at the Rec Ground. All teams are calling for players, so contact the clubs if you're interested. Training for Junior League will get underway soon and the Borough Junior Rugby League Club are calling for players, coaches, referees and other volunteers. Contact the club for more details. In Lawn Bowls, Pennants have started with Borough having a team in the Grade 5 competition and two teams in Grade 7. Borough X Services Grade 5 defeated Young 67-55. Borough X Services Grade 7 went down to Young 85-45. And Borough Rec 
Club was too good for Cootamundra X Services 79-42. This weekend, the Grade 5 team travelled to Tartan and the Grade 7 teams battle out in a local derby. Good luck to all teams and I will see you around the grounds and around Burrawa. This is Burra Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Dean Franklin, here in the JD Podcast Studio in Burra, and cover art is by Cooper Downing. <laughs>